Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of The Instance is brought to you by doghousesystems.com. If you go to doghousesystems.com, you can get a great new rig like the one I just got. You guys, I can't even tell you how much I love this new computer. This thing is humming along over here at speeds unheard of previously in my life. I've got uh, the fastest GTX 1080 card I could get. It is so screaming fast that there's nothing I can't put on Max and run at 4K. I'm loving it. I mean, the Blizzard games alone are worth it. And you can get great savings and a great deal and a fantastic build at doghousesystems.com. And when you go there, use the code FROGPANTS at checkout and save. That's FROGPANTS at checkout. That's your code when you go to doghousesystems.com. Check those guys out. Hey guys, me popping here real quick and just give you a quick heads up on today's episode. Uh, we are very, very focused this episode on the five-year anniversary of Diablo 3, the overall effect of the Diablo franchise in the world, and where we think the games are headed. We'll talk about the Necromancer. We'll talk about what the games like to play today. <clears throat> so if you came here for WoW patch notes, you're not going to get them today. Probably not going to come next week either because we're going to talk probably about the anniversary of Overwatch. But I want to let people know ahead of the uh, top of the show from now on what's coming up in the body of the show. We do talk pretty extensively at the top about this uh, deal with Destiny 2 coming to the Blizzard launcher exclusively on PC. Um, That needed to be talked about. A lot of people have a lot of opinions about what this must mean for Blizzard to have a non-Blizzard game on their launcher and whether or not we think that's a good idea. So that some conversation about Patrick's current love for his grind in World of Warcraft, and then a lot of Diablo talk. Tuck in. Beyond the darkness lies a journey that will test your courage and consume your world. Diablo 2. Evil has survived. Rated M for Mature. Play it now on PC and Macintosh. This is Al Gore, and you're listening to The Instance. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Instance. A uh, very Diablo-focused episode of The Instance. I'm Scott Johnson. Episode 489 is what this is. And I'm joined by Patrick from France. Or actually, where are you now? Are you in France? I, well, I, you could say I'm originally from France. I'm currently in Finland. Mm. And uh, the sun is never setting. So yeah. it's not the darkness of Diablo for me. It's <laughs> the sun of... No, actually, actually the, the Legion is everywhere in WoW. So I don't know. I'm completely... Out of my gaming element. Yes, out of your gourd. I don't really. know if you've heard this, by the way, but France is going to save the world with yeah. their re- recent election. That's, that's what, what I, everyone mm-hmm. told me. That's what I heard. Very, yeah. very proud. Very proud. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it, we joke, but uh, there are we some pretty serious 
uh, global ramifications. There, mm-hmm. there seem mm-hmm. to be. And listen, I'm as happy as anybody uh, to hear that France has got an important role to play in our modern world. I think that's great. Well done, guys. I know. I, I, I think what I'm, I think what I'm, what <laughs> I'm trying they to come. say <laughs> is that the darkness of uh, Diablo will not set upon our world this night. Not yet. Or well, yeah, not yet. Not yet. You're like a, you're like a zone we don't have in the game yet. <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, anyway, it's, it's also like when, it's like when they expand, but then they actually just bring back an old zone. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, like, hey, you guys remember France? Yeah, remember it's <laughs> like it's like uh, the, the Tristram all over again. So uh, you're the original Tristram. It's basically Whimsy Shire. We have healthcare. We have like gay marriage. It's like unicorns and and uh, and teddy bears. So wait a minute. Are are you saying the Diablo equivalent of France? Because of the free health care and well, it's not free. You guys pay for it somehow. Uh, but you got your health care and you got your gay people getting they married. Pay for with francs. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, Euros. Yeah, used to. Euros. Euros. But you're <laughs> saying that's wh- the whimsy shire. That's that's fantastic. It's, I love it. You know, it's it it feels like the closest approximation. I'm just I'm just saying it's not you know the heart of sin. It's it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that kind of thing. If I slaughter well, you your kill p- the fat guys, yeah. the snakes come out of them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's presence in Whimsy Shire. It's when you kill the fat guys in your country that snakes. Oh, out. got it. Uh, in right. mine, it's like presents and cupcakes and uh, all of that yeah. good stuff. That's coming though. Don't worry. When we cut, when we, we kill your ponies, you guys still bleed. That's the deal. Uh, anyway, hey, when, when we what? kill your ponies, you guys still bleed. That's the that's best pro- quote ever. It's probably a good show title. Um, also, uh, as you heard, there, Dills is here. Hi, Dills. Oh yeah, sorry. I I, I uh, jumped in there. No, it's all good. Early. Jump in. It's all. People were like, "Who is this other guy? Who is that guy? Why does he there? keep talking?" Uh, Dills no, uh, is guy. training in the ways of Diablo by crushing giant Texas bugs uh, mm. before the show. Basically, yeah. yeah, exactly. I've gotten real good at that since moving to Texas. Yeah, I've gotten good at that and uh, eating spicier barbecue sauce. Oh, all right. Two things I've I've gotten much better at. So so uh, give us a. I need a range there though on the barbecue sauce. Tell what is the range of growth uh, there uh, on a Scoville scale? Yeah, sure. Is that, is that the thing? Sure. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I have I have noticed though since I've moved here, I put hot sauce on things now. It's weird. Yeah. I never used to be a spicy guy. Yeah. And uh, and now you're a spicy guy. Now now I'm a spicy guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, the spicy Listen, guys. Bills, in my heart, you were always the hottest guy on this show. Aw, mm. thanks, Pat. You know what? Since this is about Diablo today, the spicy, hold on, spicy guys is our <laughs> title today. Uh, well done. Anyway, hey, we're here. Uh, Terp- Terpster may join us. We're doing this an hour early to accommodate some schedule stuff, and so we weren't sure if we were going to see him. If we do, he'll he'll pipe in, but um, we're very happy to be here. We're here to talk a little bit about um uh, Diablo, it turning five, at least Diablo three, and the long history of that game, but also what we expect from the future. And um, yeah, today's going to be all dedicated to that. However, we can't go too far into this thing without at least having this conversation about huge news that dropped in the last couple of days. Uh, weird news, out of nowhere news, no one yeah. expected it news. And that was that Destiny 2, when it comes to PC, which we all knew was coming, will be exclusive to the Blizzard launcher. Or as most of the news blogs are saying, the Battle.net launcher. They still haven't gotten the memo that the name is no longer that. But anyway, whatever. So actually, controversy, uh, the press release refers to the Battle.net service extensively and never mentions the Blizzard launcher mm. or, you know, the Blizzard software. Mm. So 
Do you think yeah, that, what they, is that? They, is that, is that bad? I mean, you were a PR guy at Blizzard. Is that just someone in PR being stupid or what? I, there, there is some, some messaging uh, fuzz happening there somewhere. Mm. It's, it's a bit weird. Mm, messaging fuzz. It sounds like somebody at Activision doesn't know that Blizzard changed the title. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's a Blizzard uh, press release. And I'm pretty sure. Anyway, well, that yeah, really but I mean, who wrote that? Actually, like, somebody, they have to know a Blizzard, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I know it got released through Blizzard, but it seems like somebody at Activision wrote it. And didn't I don't know. It's very weird. I'm with so you. Anything I, that has to do control with Blizzard, F that and fix it in a heartbeat. By <laughs> control the way. F. Yeah, no, I'm with you, dude. Like I think somebody uh somebody screwed up. But, but it's they're fine. Not referring to the battle.net app, so I don't know. because the service is still called battle.net, you know, the service itself. So. Yeah. Is it anyway? Though? I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Here's the important thing. None of that matters. Destiny two, a game not developed by Blizzard, uh made by Bungie and and uh published by Activision. Which, you know, Activision Blizzard is the parent company there. But uh, I guess you could make an argument as to why this is the first thing to show up on there that is not directly a Blizzard game. But this got reaction up and down the board very different. Like, I heard it and got excited about Destiny 2 for the first time. Uh, Or more. I should say more excited because I just thought, well, I'll get it through Steam or whatever and it'll be fine and it'll be fine. And then I just kind of put it out of my mind. And then... I saw some of what they showed of the gameplay, and I went, oh, this is really, this is more Destiny. But you know what? I like shooters on PC, so I'm probably going to enjoy this more than I did the console version of Destiny 1. And then I kind of put it out of my mind, even during the conference. And then this bombshell drops that it will be on the Blizzard launcher alongside all the venerable IPs that Blizzard already makes. Now, some people think that's really weird. And I would remind them that... uh, a little program, a little mom and pop shop called Steam started out as uh, an idea that a game developer of Half-Life and Portal thought of and thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we sold our games and maybe others on this storefront? And then it took off and became the de facto games thing, shell, whatever you want to call it on PC. I'm not saying that's what Blizzard's intent here is. I'm not even saying they want that kind of competition, but I don't think it's that weird. So, Patrick, I, so, I need your take. I, what yeah. do you think? So there are there are many things to say about all of this um, and, and how important it is for um, – there is some weird background noise when you're not speaking, Scott. Oh. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't either. I'm not hearing it. Are you hearing it or am I hearing oh, it? No, I'm hearing it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, if you're not hearing it, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so there are many, many things to say about this, how, it, you know, how important it is for the industry and a bunch of things. But – um, I think the people that are saying this is weird actually don't want um, they don't want this to become a Steam competitor. They think, you know, I've gotten a number of different reactions from people saying, I don't want this, these things inside my Blizzard launcher. They don't belong there. It's It's like people thinking... Um, you know, this is some kind of Apple store and uh, Microsoft is coming and putting lots of computers that that, you know, Apple didn't make in there. Or I don't know, the, like there is a, 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 a uh, they like having it. It's like it's like having a target like, target store right. corner in your Whole Foods. Store oh, it's interesting. Like yeah, that, you right? feel like it's a peanut butter and your chocolate kind of thing, and 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 I would argue the whole point a of the bit. peanut butter and chocolate thing is that it's actually good together. <laughs> yeah, but, so some people feel like that, but the reality is, if you, I, I really think this is a one a one off thing. 
it might not uh ha it might happen again it's completely possible that it will happen again but um i don't think this is it just makes complete sense right mm. it 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 makes it, business uh, sense i won't say complete sense i'll say it makes business sense because there is a little bit of a disconnect in terms of what blizzard's previous strategy seemed to be which was blizzard 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 and we are on our own, and no thanks, Steam, and no thanks, other services. We're going to do our own stuff. And they've done that pretty well, and people like the launcher, and it's reliable, and I love the voice service, and um, I think that bodes well for all of this. And they have the cred as a, as a company who knows PCs and knows what the back end needs to be to make this stuff function well. So the fact that Destiny's coming over to that uh, all at once has me ex more excited about Destiny because I can play it with my friends that I already have on Battle.net. And there are... There are lots of people who are in that boat. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of reactions from people saying, oh, well, you know what? If if I wasn't interested before, but the Battle.net launcher, I'm sorry, the Blizzard launcher <laughs> is really prime real estate on the in the gaming industry, uh, you know, it, it, overall on PC. And if you can get a spot there, it's going to put your game in front of many, many people's eyes that it, you know, it wouldn't have been there otherwise. Mm. And uh, and there's a ton of uh, people that would not have been interested in Destiny at all that are now going to check it out. And I do think it makes sense for this case in particular because Destiny is very, it's a very Blizzard game, mm. you know, in, in mechanics, in many ways. Not in every way, certainly mm -hmm. not, but it's basically a mix between WoW, uh, Diablo, and in FPS form. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really different from um, many other. Well, it's it's somewhat different from many other games, but it ticks the same boxes. You know, you can. It's a never-ending game. You can spend so much time in Destiny and having a lot of fun. And you know, I, I think I referenced this uh, for Legion a few times. There are many elements that we see in Legion, the, the little secrets you go and explore that are not explained anywhere, that you just go check out, that or I don't want to say originated from Destiny, but we found in Destiny. Mm -hmm. You know, they were they they were put into the Taken King, which was the first expansion to the game. Um and they do that really well, and they pull you in in a way that is very reminiscent of uh what we see in Blizzard games. So they needed a home on the PC. Blizzard had this infrastructure. Obviously, I'm sure there is some financial interest there. Oh, you yeah. know, they're going to be making a lot more money as Activision Blizzard than if they put the game on Steam. So it makes sense on every aspect of it. Yeah. I really don't think this is this means we're going to start seeing every Activision Blizzard every Activision game come to Battle.net, especially since the only other game is basically Call of Duty, and I don't think you're going to take away Call of Duty from uh, Steam. No, so you're maybe also in the long run, yeah. but I'll also I think it that is when it starts to feel like they're cheapening the Blizzard app is when they put Call of Duty on there. And I have no there's no reason to, to, to say that, except I have a bias thinking that Call of Duty is just so old hat now. It is so mainstream. It is so whatever that if Blizzard suddenly started putting Call of Duty on there, their other major franchise outside of Destiny, I would be like, mm, I don't know, man, now you're starting to get into weird territory. Dills, are you as a guy who's probably like me not that interested in destiny does this change that and i i guess i'm curious about your feeling about this strategy overall 
Uh, well, it 100% changes the fact that I'm interested in the game because, well, first of all, just the fact that it's on PC. I wasn't going to play it ever if it was just a console game. Yeah. Um, I just don't play console games. I don't really have like a need to. I, like, I feel like I have I have this PC, put money into buying a nice PC that can play games. Not going to also put money into uh, just a console to just play games on that. And that's all it does, right? So right. I don't know. Like, I think there's a lot of people like me who just, they don't play consoles anymore. And of course, there's a lot of people who only play consoles. So for them, like, as long as it's still available there, they're going to be good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, like, just the fact that it's on PC in the first place, yeah, I'm interested now. Now it's on my Blizzard app. Okay, I'm going to be like, all right, it's right there. Guess I better get the thing. <laughs> uh, but I think the chat room beat me to the punch, which I was just going to say, uh, Valve wants, like, your 30%, right? Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Why are you going to give them 30%? No, yeah, no, this is a good excuse. We don't have to. We also got this thing. Totally. Uh, so I, I think there's there's a large portion of that. And and you guys said Call of Duty. They already, you know, have been on on uh, Steam for a long time. So mm-hmm. it's it just makes a, sense to just stay make, there. But this is a new IP. Or sure. New IP for PC. Right? Sure, so. sure. So it's it's got, I mean, I agree 100%. Everything Patrick said I agree with. I feel like it makes sense across the board. I just guess I want to say that I understand the disconnect some people are having because it does feel a little strange. The first thing I heard yesterday was, how soon till we see some, um, one of the Titan characters or uh, whatever in, uh, oh, in, uh, Heroes, in of the Heroes of the Storm? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. well, I, I, I doubt that's going to happen. You know happen, what? But... I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. I don't care. <laughs> I like I don't need fun. it to be perfectly like, I, look, I'm not like some sort of, we need to always have everything be Blizzard all the time. Like it's fine. It's just video games. Like I don't care. Yeah, it's okay. I understand the sentiment, though. I I completely sure. understand the sentiment. But you know, it was funny. It was uh, basically Medivh on well on the Heroes uh, Twitter account. There was a, a GIF of Medivh saying. Uh, you know, from one guardian to another, welcome or something like that, because the characters you play in Destiny are called guardians, and of course, Medivh is the guardian of Tears Fall. Is the right. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> so it, it, I, I don't think it's going to happen. But you know, what I want to say to people who are a little bit apprehensive of seeing Destiny on the Blizzard launcher, the, the, the thing, the one game that caught my, uh, you know, complete attention that wasn't a Blizzard game for in the past two years or three years was Destiny. And the the I really think it makes sense for people who like, who enjoy the kind of games Blizzard make to try that game. And the community there is really, pos- you know, it's, of course, you never have a completely positive community, but right. it's, a, it's, it's really fun. And, and you hang out with your friends. That's what the game is about. It, it's got great mechanics, uh, lacking uh, game design in some sense uh, that was corrected, somewhat like uh, Diablo that was corrected with the first expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that people enjoy about Destiny is the great gameplay, moment-to-moment game- gameplay, and hanging out with people doing your activity yeah. the activity doesn't matter as much as it would in maybe some other games yeah. you're just hanging out with friends it's a very the very blizzard the thing are isn't structured it? and yeah. i mean it is maybe we're gonna get to talk about destiny in this show now that we you know talk about different games i don't know since it's on the blizzard launcher but there is a lot of good things to say about yeah it. i'm gonna say probably not unless they blow my minds with some other way that it's more blizzardy but i okay. you're not wrong but, here, but it, here's it, the other thing though too uh 
we already have now voice chat through the Blizzard app, right? And mm-hmm. all this, like, it's just, it just makes sense, right? You just now, mm-hmm. all those things, that all that infrastructure. Yeah. If you if you are working on Destiny, you're Bungie, and you're like, okay, and we're partnered essentially with Blizzard. Yeah. And then Blizzard has this cool app that launches games and has voice chat, and you're switching to a PC, uh, you know, you're, you're moving platforms essentially. Like, why wouldn't you just tap into the thing you already have? Like, yeah. they got to just build their own now? No, that's stupid. Yeah. That's just... Not only, not like, only that. Me, I'm like, anybody who's complaining about it, it's like, yeah. have you worked at a company that has <laughs> infrastructure put in place? Sure. They, this is how it always works. Yeah. This is not some new crazy thing. This is just like, yeah, we have the thing. You need to get this at, from A to B? Well, we have the thing that gets you from A to B. So... There you go. Yeah, it'll even get you to C and D. That's maybe. all that's really happening yeah, here. Exactly, and I and 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 again, it's it's it just there's a lot of sense to be made across the board. Now, I'm going to just propose one tiny thing before we move on, and you guys tell me what you think of this. This is just a spaghetti at the wall kind of thought, but if there's anyone in the PC gaming business that could pose a theoretical threat to the uh, dominance of Steam. If they wanted to, not saying they want to, but if they wanted to, isn't Blizzard the company that could, if if they've got the money, they've got the cash, they've got the know-how, they have the attention of a very loyal base, they're, in a lot of ways, they're like Valve, uh, at least the Valve of old, they don't really make as many games anymore, but the point is, and I'm not saying I want this, I'm not saying anybody wants this, I'm not even saying Blizzard wants this, but if anyone's positioned to truly do, to truly uh, compete, and I don't mean Origin or Uplay or these others that are kind of failures at trying to be the next Steam. Blizzard's the one that could do it if they wanted to. Yeah, but they dilute their product. They would, the and, I, and I'm saying, and that's exactly my point. I don't think they want to for that reason. Yeah, I, I, they, they definitely don't want to because yeah. they they feel very. I think. I mean, look, I'm speaking for a company full of people. Uh, not like one individual, but they, you know, they are known as a as a company that polishes games, makes games as good as they can, comes out with stuff that's just amazing when it actually hits. If they're suddenly now like saying, "Hey, indie developer, we'll throw your thing on our Battle.net app," like then suddenly that name gets diluted. So I don't, I don't think. And, and I would that. argue, and I would argue that for Valve, uh, you know, if you look at the business model, they've made, you know, they made way more money doing Steam than they ever did making their own games, but. Sure. Uh, but if you look at Valve, they that was them. That was them making AAA amazing experiences, one of the great developers ever. And then they and diluted their it, brand. They diluted yeah, the exactly. brand. their exactly. brand. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with I agree with that. I totally agree with that. And it's interesting. I'm just saying if they wanted to. I don't think to, of them now they, as that no. anymore. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Yeah, I think I don't of either. them as a place I go find like games that haven't even been released, quote unquote, yet. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but I can still pay $50 for them. Like, that's what I think of Valves now. And that's probably but, not necessarily what they were expecting or hoping for. But they made a lot of They may not care. Yeah, they may not care. This is just, you know, sometimes you, you start like, uh, I don't know if you guys remember Odeo, this podcasting thing like 10 years ago. Yeah. And it was and it was Jack Dorsey and crew and they were making this prod, this podcasting thing. And on the side, they had this dumb idea at lunch one day to make Twitter. And they thought, oh, we'll just do that for fun. That sounds like fun. Well, guess what? Odeo has gone and Twitter is the thing. And so you shift where your business shifts. And I don't blame Valve for shifting with it. But I just put it out there that if anyone could do it, 
and not that they should or want to, Blizzard could be the one. They could do it. So, like like Dill, I I completely agree with Dills, uh, but I also agree that in a theoretical sense, yes, I think Blizzard would be the best uh, positioned company to compete with Steam if yeah. they wanted to. But I don't think they yes, want to. They would be. I think but we they, all agree that they don't, they don't want, want they to. Don't want. Yeah, what what I could see happening potentially would be very select partners that they would work with, like Destiny, you know, like Bungie, to uh, to in- integrate their games in in the blizzard launcher but like they would never i don't think open it completely mm-hmm. unless you know uh, uh daddy codec comes in and says now that's what you're gonna do and even then i think there is some resistance that blizzard can put up and uh they wouldn't i don't think daddy yeah. codec i like that that's pretty good well you know, well yeah <laughs> it's been 10 years since activision blizzard became the same right yeah 10 years now 10 yeah. years uh like 2008 seven i believe eight right? or seven America, maybe it was yeah. seven you may be right i forget but yeah it's close so it's taken them 10 eight. years to actually have some some sort of actual tie-in yeah that matters yeah right? outside of yeah to us outside of financial stuff yeah. it's like yeah. i just don't see like this being the crack in the dam that suddenly makes like everything it's just i don't know no it's a perfect storm thing it's really yeah it, it it fits perfectly in every yeah. way. So yeah. Well, I'm it was excited. The first time something's come up where it's been like, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just kind of separate but sharing like revenue streams and stuff. Like it's not. Yeah. Yeah. No. I and I get their concern and I totally get why they're worried. And it is a little weird on the launcher right now. The announcements on there and it feels weird. Well, you can also use like uh, Battle.net uh, money, right? Like you can. You can yes. sell WoW tokens. You can buy Destiny, buy Destiny right? You yeah. can buy Destiny with your with your Battle.net. Oh, uh, we should t- at least talk that for that a second. So, uh, I mean, so tokens big, went way up. Thing. They went from like twenty five to one hundred and fifty overnight or something. And really? some, yeah, and some people, I don't know where they're at today. I haven't looked, but um, I was talking to Ro about it on Twitter yesterday, and I don't, I don't think that was in. I don't think this is some scheme for Blizzard to jack up the price of tokens or have that value go up and that whole stock market sort of system for that thing go crazy but that's what happened do you think they knew that was going to happen or do you think that was just a oh whoops we forgot that probably will affect the cost of things i don't know it's weird that it happened now because you can't actually buy destiny right now (laughs) well it reminds me of like the actual yeah that's just fluctuating it's it's like real world markets it's like you know they never know when that shit's gonna and like something will happen like a i don't know what'll happen uh let's use france for example someone will get up and go wee wee poo poo and suddenly all the markets are dead So, right, Patrick? Your, your but, knowledge of the financial industry <laughs> is humbling. France politics in a nutshell. Dude, yeah. it is beyond oh, reproach. By the way, yeah, go the ahead. PC version might not come out at the same time as the console version. Yeah, I heard it's not that. very clear. Yeah, which is yeah. lame. All right. Yeah, they haven't been clear about it, but the the talk around the fire is that it's going to be a little later, but not a ton. We're not talking six hmm. months or something. Well, th- this was one you of the know. things that they cited right in the in the release was that. If they didn't use Blizzard's uh, app, they would it would take longer mm-hmm. to put the game out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so just, that was one of the things that was like, we just want to put the game out. We want you guys to play the game as soon as possible. We're very excited. If we don't do this, we have to spend a lot of time developing our own way to distri- distribute the game. Right. Yeah. So I'm really curious whether or not my Battle.net friends list will be shared across the game. That game. Did they say that? I don't think they said. Yes. 
yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah, will be, be using chat, like the you same have chat. All that stuff. You that's have all crazy. Of that. crazy. If you think it about is. it, that's a lot more integrated than I think anyone would have predicted. But whatever. and you would so in your friends list when someone's playing Destiny Two, you will see the little Destiny Two icon, you know, mm -hmm. next to their name in the Blizzard uh, friends when list. When I'm playing Hearthstone, right? I will see that they're playing Destiny. <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a Destiny icon in theory, unless they change the interface right and next look, to your Scott, Hearthstone. You would one. never see that Dills was playing Destiny <laughs> Two unless this happened. So right. they just got themselves an extra six. They bucks. did, and they got mine. I can tell you that. <laughs> so uh, anyway, all right. Now now there's this. All right, outside the fact that Patrick is actually playing. Wait for that to end and it yeah. going. <laughs> it's a long one. Uh, Patrick says he's back into WoW Hardcore. And don't worry, everybody, this Diablo Focus show is, you know, a one off. We're going to do more about WoW coming up. But just real quick, Patrick, 7 uh, 2, you're enjoying yourself. Just real quick, Patrick. Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is it you're enjoying it again? <laughs> Listen, it's it's wow. Um, I I launched it. I can't remember what was happening. I was like, I didn't want to play Overwatch. I didn't want to play Heroes, even though I ended up doing the complete Nexus challenge, and that was super fun. Um, and I just I just wanted to check out Seven Two because it has been a few weeks, maybe a couple of months, and I hadn't dove in and so i figured i'm gonna launch it and i sort of had that um uh app apprehension that i need to re-understand everything about the game you know the quests i was midway through and the things i need and the all of that and it it was a little bit complicated for the first hour i guess but uh, then it was just it was just wow. And the fun that I've been having uh, in the launch of uh, Legion is completely uh, replicated now. And I think some people who have been playing nonstop are saying, well, you know, it's more of the same. But to me, um, sort of in the way that we were saying last time when we were talking about, wow, it's like, oh, OK, seven two, it's more wow. It, that's not just a bad thing. It can be a good thing. And in my case, uh, it's definitely fun. You know, I've been playing for uh, a week or so and I'm working towards my uh, um, flying achievement. Mm -hmm. And I've, I, you know, there's when you come back after a few weeks or a few months after a major patch, there's the satisfaction that you gain power a lot faster. Mm -hmm. um, I've been continuing my artifact quests I'm a druid, so I have like four of them. And uh, you gain so much artifact power that you unlock everything in like a few days. Mm. And you have this new this new set of uh, artifact, uh, uh, you know, in the talent tree. What's it called? Um, the, the artifact talents. Oh, right. Um, what are they the called? traits? Traits. You know, the different traits. Artifact traits. And you have yeah. the new set, and they cost like 10 million, but the first ones cost a little bit less, and you can get like 500,000 per artifact giving item um and then you know th that whole adventure with going to fight the legion and the legion invasions in the different zones are really fun i thought it was going to be just like the the pre-launch event legion mm -hmm. invasions yep. it's it, it's not you basically have a a, a number of daily quests uh, i'm sorry of world quest like things and you do that, and then you have a number of other other quests, and then you have a scenario that's really fun that's different for for every zone. 
Um, and so you have to do all of them in order to uh, advance your achievement to get the flying thing. And then you do the campaign for Legion Fall on uh, the Isle of, uh, you know, the the uh, Tomb of Sargeras. And you also have the thing happening with uh, uh, the, the uh, boy king and his coming to terms with the death of his father. And it's just... The, the the world of WoW is engrossing for, I think, many people who are listening, and I've been really enjoying it, just playing WoW, you know? I'm just playing WoW. There's nothing weird or, or, or different about it. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just WoW. It's not going to revolutionize the way you think about the game, uh, but you, if you enjoy the game and you've sort of uh, had a little bit of time away from it, then I think you're going to come back. Well, maybe not, but for me at least... I sort of came to that point. I thought it was going to come later in the life of the expansion. You know, we were discussing it like I did in Draenor. I came back just before the launch of Legion and I had a blast for a month and a half or two months. Mm -hmm. um, and here, it's basically the same thing, but it just took me for 7.2. I thought it was going to be at 7.3 or something. Um, and I'm having lots of fun. I might play for a few weeks and then go away again and then come back when, uh, you know, but now we have the, the raid that is looming on the horizon with the tomb of Sargeras. And I want to see what happens yeah. there because, uh, Illidan is back and we have, you know, yeah. his, his, uh, uh, Liam's voice going like, Posture if you must, my Ev, but that's do probably what's going to be bringing me back. To and be honest. follow me, yeah. <laughs> and it's like you know, it's like it's it's just those those characters that we love. And then we're going to go to Argus in seven three, and I can't wait for that. Yeah. So yeah, I just, honestly, that I'm the just characters back. being in other games is maybe one of the reasons why we don't all feel the need to play all the wow all the time. Partly like the fact that I can get a little Illidan in my life. Yeah. I think part into some hot, for, you know? for me, everyone needs a little Illidan. For me, that's definitely true. Um, even in the Diablo sense, like I sometimes get that, I get that kick in heroes. I mean, heroes is it's weird right now because the launcher, the heroes tab is easily my most populated tab with friends right now, just by far. That's where everyone's at. And part of that is the, the event, Nexus the Nexus Chat, Challenge right? 2.0, but also just 2.0 in general has been pretty stellar. Sure. And, it's been really fun. Yeah, it's yeah. been great. So it's fun to see that. But I, I think maybe there's something to that. You know, you get your fill of uh, <laughs> Medivh and some of these idiots over there. Yeah, and, like Hearthstone, I get I get all those characters. Like you hear them talk. You're, mm -hmm. You feel like you're in that world. If if I wasn't in that world yeah, and WoW was my only source for it, yeah. I think I would log into WoW a lot more often than I do now. I think it's, like it's just kind of one of those things where that's like what you're you're talking about all this stuff, Patrick, but you're not talking about gameplay. Right. You keep talking about story, right? And yeah. I think and I think that is like at this point the major focus for a lot of us now when it comes to Warcraft is just these this is a world we know. This is a world we have lived in. And we just want to make sure we're still there. Like we still want to have a toe in there. Yeah. Know what's going on, you know? Yep. Uh, well, the gameplay the war the chief. Game... I want to know. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what's keeping me over there. Yeah. yeah. And the gameplay definitely plays a part, but the gameplay sure. is exactly similar to everything we've done before. So it's not. Yeah. That's not. You know. There's only so many times good. I can go like one, two, three, one, 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 two, two, three. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this. Well, I enjoy I'm it. Like, I've done you know, that before. I 
I yeah, I think it's what we were talking about last time. It's basically you come back and you get your fill for a little bit, and it comes and goes, and you get a, a little bit of it, and then you you stay away, and then you miss it a little bit, and you you know a different. It's different for for different people. Yeah. But I'm, you know, if there wasn't everything around it, if it, if it was just killing mobs. Uh, all day every day of course it wouldn't be as fun of course the context and the story and the characters play a big role but the the gameplay is still the moment-to-moment -moment thing that uh, you're doing and i'm enjoying it you know i'm also liking the ticking boxes of i'm soon going to be able to get my flying achievement first you know i i have the reputations i'm working towards everything that is part of wow mm -hmm. wow is not just the gameplay it's a lot you know, it's it's the the grind and the reputations and the logging in daily to do stuff and and uh, and yes, you get tired of it, but then you can come back. As I, it's always there. It's a warm. It's a like a warm bed. It's like a it's like a puppy it just yeah. wants to be with you, and you and you can come home <laughs> and snuggle with it whenever you want. It's fine. And, and the the beauty too is when I come back, I'm like, hey, I'm still okay at PvP. Mm -hmm. I'm still okay doing uh, my rotation. Okay, cool. Like uh, mm -hmm. that. That I think is is really nice too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's comfortable. Exactly. Comfort comfort is good. Well, anyway, so they're good. Good, Patrick. I'm I'm glad that uh, that's happening. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the five year anniversary of Diablo three. It was May fifteenth, twenty twelve. Only a few days ago, five years ago, uh, that day that we uh, got Diablo two, three rather. Uh, it was a huge deal. There was some controversy at launch. They had the real money auction stuff that all went away eventually, but uh, that was a kind of a weird thing. Uh, and that also affected the way loot worked, which was frustrating for some people. They had a bit of a bumpy launch. Also, this was a time in the game's history where uh, you were forced to have an online connection. And at the time in 2012, that still seemed insane to some people. Nowadays, I don't, I don't think it would have even made a blip on the radar if you released it today. And it just happened to be online all the time because that's how I think pretty much every game ever is now. Like I'm trying to think of a game that's, I mean, there's obviously there are games that aren't online all the time, but, but name a, well, certainly name a Blizzard game. Not one game. that I play very much. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Like think of all the games you play the most. Most of them have persistent connections. I'm not saying that's still a good thing or a bad well, thing. It's still controversial, so but. Whatever. The the reason why they have uh those games have persistent connections is that games that you play the most are gonna be games that have that are never ending games because you play yeah. them with other people. Mm -hmm. And in order to play them with other people, you're gonna have to have a connection. So obviously the games that don't have an online connection are games that have a single player campaign and you're kind of done, or things like SimCity and stuff like that. Yeah. Which also had a controversy with it yeah. always online. But it's a but there's a con I mean there there's a argument to be made that they put out console versions of this exact same game and they continue to support those console versions. In fact, they have seasons now over right. there that do not have a persistent online connection to play them. So it's yeah. it's still it's controversial in that way. Whatever. I mean they've they've provided a a very solid experience for me. So I've never once had a problem with it, but I, I still realize there are people with poopy connections or they're in rural places where they don't have good broadband and, and it's still a problem mm -hmm. for them. And Diablo could never quite be what it used to be for them. So a shout out to those overall, guys. Overall, the benefits you, the <laughs> benefits you get from this aspect of the game yeah. outweigh the few times where you're going to be inconvenienced for most people. Yeah. But yeah, I understand the frustration. Still has the record for the fastest selling PC game, selling over 3.5 million copies in the first 24 hours of its release. 12 million copies in 2012 alone. Since then, if you count 
all the console and Reaper of Souls sales and the original game sales were looking at around 30 plus million, which is by all metrics an extremely successful video game. Uh, so, you know, Reaper of Souls comes out in 2014. That was a huge boon to the gameplay and longevity of the franchise. Certainly seasons are a big deal. Uh, and now we're, let's come current. We're talking about a game that has a, a necromancer in beta, totally fun to play. Although Bills can't get his to work for whatever yeah, reason. It doesn't work. Yeah. I don't get that. You probably have to just, I, I don't either. Him. I mean that like that was, what was weird. It was, I logged in and it was like, okay, click over here and, uh, say yes to the beta. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Now open your launcher and it should be there. And I open my launcher and it's not there. So I don't know. Yeah. Now what here's the funny thing. So 2.0 and Reaper were all kind of the under the tutelage or under the leadership of I forgot his name. Shoot. He's Josh, not Josh Muscara. Yeah, Muscara, sorry. Josh Muscara. And he's left since and is now over there at that bonfire games thing with uh Pardo and those guys. Um and when he left, I I felt like that was a huge blow to the so, you know, I was worried. I was worried about the future of the thing. Um, but no, not anymore because a few reasons. One, the game has continued to thrive and done, done well since then. Also, John Legrave, who uh, has taken on a much larger leadership role of that team, uh, is killing it. In fact, I really want to get him here on the show. If you're coming to Nerdtacular, he, he'll be there, by the way, everybody. So he'll be there to talk to us and stuff. But anyway. Uh, hey, can I also mention Jay Wilson here for a second? Oh, of course. Yeah, we don't want to leave him out. Let's do it. He got so much crap for uh, some of the you know issues in in vanilla diablo and certainly there were issues but the core game is was designed under his tutelage mm -hmm. and i think the reason why the game is so has uh, stayed relevant and fun for so long is because of the systems he you know uh, stewarded, including things like the fact that you can change everything all the time, the runes that change your abilities and that you can switch them all. The I mean, overall, the core game was created before Josh Mosquera joined. And certainly Josh managed to make it shine in a way that it didn't shine as well before. But the core game, I'm just, you know, every time we talk about the 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 development of Diablo, I want to mention Jay because he did a great job, I think. Yeah, he's a great follow on Twitter, by the way. He's um always got interesting things to say about its development, the game's development and his thinking at the time. And, you know, even even when people are very critical, um, he'll he'll answer those questions. And it's it's always good to, to see him do that. So, yeah, he's on, off being an author now. Uh, hopefully things are going well for him. Um, so Necromancer, that's the next bit. Now, this is what I wanted to get to here. That thing's coming out for money when it hits. We don't know when yet. All we know is it's part of the rise of the Necromancer pack set to re be released in 2017. No actual date details. I predict July-ish personally, maybe sooner. Um, so soon we're going to get it soon. And, uh, this thing's coming out for the Ultimate Evil editions on console as well as Reaper of Souls owners on PC. Don't know the price yet. If I had to guess, 15 to 20, something in there. I don't wow. know. Wow, you think so? I think so. I don't think it'll be less than that. Certainly, maybe more. It could be... I could see 15. 20 seems like a lot. I mean, an expansion costs 40 usually or used to. Half the price of an expansion just for a character? Well, you get character, it's... you get new zones, you get a ton of new... I mean, there's new, there's other new content coming with it, but I, I just just from Blizzard's pricing strategies, I can't see them doing this for like 10. 
you can go big. Skins cost yeah. 10 for Heroes yeah, of the Storm. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, on one, on one hand, you have an expansion that costs 40 or 50. And on the other hand, you have a skin or a mount that costs, or a pet that costs 10 or sometimes more. Yeah. I guess you're right. And it's, you know, there might be promotions later, but I'm guessing it might come out for 15, 20 when it first. Because right released. now, World of Warcraft wants you, Patrick, and, and me and Dills to go online and buy a horse type unit for $25. <laughs> they want Jesus. us to buy mounts for 25 bucks a piece. And generally speaking, that's accepted by, I mean, We've had this conversation before about whether. It, it, well, we accept it now. Right. <laughs> At the time, it seemed <laughs> it kind of expensive. We were like, yeah. What? Yeah, it seems a little pricey. So I guess what I'm saying is if it's anything lower than 20 or 25 for a fully fleshed out playable new character in Diablo 3, I would be shocked. Wait, you went to 25 now? I Stop. think I think 25. Stop raising the price. 25. Well, 20, all I'm saying 20, is that 30 is the highest I'll steal, go. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Patrick? I'd pay 30. I would. Wouldn't you? I would. No. It's a necromancer. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's only fifteen divided. 20, it's, it's only fifteen I think 15 twice. Fifteen bucks makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, imagine. 15, but imagine. Okay, look at it this way. Blizzard, because it's Blizzard, they're going to put it at at twenty. It'll be. T mm. I wish we knew this because it's. I, I feel like people need to know. <laughs> oh, before we will it. soon enough. I'm guessing they're having the, those very same debates sure. internally. Yeah. Like I paid ten bucks for a single hero in Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. I guess I'd pay more than that for when there's only five available or whatever in Diablo, right? So. Yeah. But I still don't. Oh man, twenty bucks or twenty five bucks, I'd be like, ugh. Yeah. I'd, I'd feel a little bit. All right. So bit. in that case, let me ask you this. This seems to be the tip of the spear for the long-term plan for Diablo 3, at least for until there's a new Diablo or whatever they're going to do. Which we can talk about that as well. But do you think that this, if, if this is going to be, let's say it's 25, that seems higher in my head if they're also going to release an Amazonian, uh, you know, uh, 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 whatever, other classes I can't think of right now, uh, Paladin, whatever. Let's say they're going to do new classes down the road, all with this idea of buying it, uh, you know, as a single thing. If they're all, if it's twenty-five, that starts to sound more expensive to me. If they're planning on doing more of these down the road, if they're planning on just the necro and that's sure. all we ever see, then twenty-five doesn't seem like any big deal. Yeah, if this is super special and this is like the last time this is going to happen, and then we're going to get Diablo Four, right? Then it's then definitely it seems a little bit better, but. And they haven't committed to I, that. I don't know if I think that's going to happen. Right. <laughs> like, right. Uh, yeah, there's no way they don't have more of those in store. Yeah. No way. Which ex both excites me and At makes me worry about the price point. But I guess I guess we'll see. I mean, in some ways, this is genius because they figured out a way to make a standalone, purchasable, and expanded upon game that you pay for once and play forever in theory. They've figured out another way to oh, get I've money. I've got my of money's worth out of Diablo. Like whether I spend twenty or fifteen. Exactly right, on this. Exactly. So I've they've gotten more than my money's worth out of that game. But they've somehow figured out how to monetize it further, which is interesting. Um, well, every game does that nowadays. You always have, you know, DLC and additional stuff. And in the case of Diablo, you're we certainly have gotten, as Dill said, you know, it's not like they put out the DLC immediately after the release of the game, and they put put out significant content patches all the time so yeah but the but the model but yes, for but the, it, mo the, the, the the additional character is very a very clever way to go about that right but I, my point is like you've got the typical thing for a triple a title is 
you've got some sort of season pass or whatever. And for maybe the next year, you're going to get some extra content. But then you're kind of done and you're on to sequels and whatever else. This is a game from 2012 that they are just now tacking on a way to make money outside of an expansion. And that's weird. It's also not a game like a MOBA or something where that's the, you know, the, the whole point is that you're constantly having new content roll out. It's, it's, it's different. And I think it's smart. Now I'm back to wondering how much it's going to cost. So anyway, I guess how how many people do you think spent like a ton of money on Diablo when the auction house was a thing? Oh man, I don't know. I mean, there was a ton of hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think if there there was a a ton of people, you know, there were some people who spent a lot, but I don't think it was, you know, a big money maker. Yeah. Yeah. Plus it was so detrimental to the game itself in terms of what dropped and how it dropped. Sure. That ruined it. But like there's there's people I know, I have a friend who spent a lot of money on like Clash of Clans. Yeah. Spent like $300 on that game. Good Lord. And I would see him play. I'd be like, why are you, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, man, look at my kingdom. And I'm like, all right, dude, I get it. But, no. you know, if that's what, that it's it's what brings him joy. And, sure, and he liked it. It's what the market bears. So. If the market will bear it, then you do it. And Blizzard is certainly knows this as much yeah. as anybody. If you can do a thing, then the market will bear it. And I, don't, I just don't think the auction house ever, the, the market never matched up with its no. potential. And it was in too, so, too much conflict. To, yeah, go ahead. I think we're going to see a couple of additional characters, maybe three, and then Diablo Four. Okay. All right. So you think a full no, blown no, Diablo yeah. Four? You don't. Like that. You don't think they just wow this thing and just continue Diablo Three forever, upgrade the engine occasionally, that kind of thing? No. no. I think they're stretching the limits of the systems already, and they're finding incredible way of making it, you know, uh, uh, valid. As I said a few weeks ago, I've been playing, or I played uh, season six, mm. I think. Mm-hmm. Can't remember which number season it is, but we're on 10, uh, Barbarian, we're on 10 and it was right now. super yeah. fun. Okay, so maybe 10. Yeah, yeah um, we're at 10 right now. <laughs> super fun, Barbarian. I had lots of fun, and it makes sense. But, you know, we're getting to Torment, however, like 13, and we have like ancient primal ancient items that roll perfectly for this like at some point you have to hit to hit a reset button and you do that either by uh, having an expansion that makes all of your gear obsolete or you do a different game mm-hmm. and i think there is not going to be able to expend the life of this game for another you know five years i think we, we have a couple of years of that and then if they don't, because also you have people who are into Diablo, who are into Diablo, but the others, not many of them are coming back. So some of them are going to come back and, and pay for the Necromancer. But if you're not making Diablo 4, you're leaving money on the table. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, at some point within two years, we're going to see an announcement for Diablo 4. Well, Diablo 4, we know that they've hired for an unannounced game in the Diablo universe. Um, one would assume Diablo 4. Um, right, they, another Diablo game. Yeah, and I could see a future Diablo release as perhaps a service less than a standalone. I mean, maybe they're learning things now that would put them in that place. Maybe that's where games have evolved to, where the next Diablo game is an initial launch and an initial game to buy, but it's more like Overwatch in that way, where it's just a thing that will perhaps persist much longer, not maybe not in wow years, but you know, something that's not just going to be a one, one off and then off to expansion, then off to a new game 10 years later. 
I don't I don't know. I feel like that model's changing. So who knows? But Diablo Four could very much be that. Uh, we don't know anything about where the story goes. Deckard Kane could come back. Spoiler: Deckard Kane died. Uh, Leia could come back. She was part Diablo. She looks real good in Heroes right now. They got her version of the skin in there, which is great. Not her, but the Diablo combo there. Diablo with boobs, I used to say, is how I used to put it. Oh, prime, prime evil Diablo. Yeah. Have you seen that skin yet? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it looks really good. It's yeah. Beautiful. Um. Anyway, I, you know. Yeah. As much as I would love, I, as much of a waste uh, as Deckard Kane's death was, I don't think they're going to bring it back. And I don't think they should. Because if they do it, even in the world of Diablo, nothing means anything anymore. He's so it's iconic, like, though. He's so... I know. Ugh. Or maybe a prequel or whatever. But they can't bring him back in the timeline. Or it's like Varian. The reason they made sure Varian, you know, became a, a, a puddle of green goo is that their way of saying he is not coming back because not everyone is coming back. You like, know, we, we yeah. want death to mean something in our world. As Terpster, so, as Terpster yeah. put it on our lore show last time, Varian was reduced to a, a giant puff of green smoke. And then every time you're you're in the Broken Shores, you're breathing, you're breathing just a little, a little bit, bit of it. Bit in. Yeah, you're getting a little it, bit of it you know, in there. It hurt me. Uh, it hurts me a little bit every time I went through that quest with um, with uh, with oh, what's his face, Anduin, mm. uh, as I said earlier. And it was, you know, it's it's painful to think that our king is dead and died in that. It's it's still it, very impactful still. So, and if if we knew that he was going to come back and doesn't really matter, it wouldn't be. So. Mm. I think Deckard should stay dead. Unfortunately, it, it oh, pains me. But. Just miss him. I want him back. I love that guy. He's I know. The best. He'll he'll live just, on in just heroes. Just have Terpster on do Deckard's voice. Yeah, that that will that, your Deckard. That'll fix. that'll make yeah, that'll make me never want to hear it again. After a while, you can only hear <laughs> Terpster do that so many. He'll times. be in the Nexus soon enough. Yeah, that's true. Um, so what else are gonna say? Oh, uh, there was a big hire at Blizzard. Uh, Christy Golden, a writer of all these WoW books. She wrote War Crimes oh, yeah. and. And the shattering and all this stuff. She's amazing. Uh, she she got hired by Blizzard, like straight up, full on, like you work for us now directly. And I think she is the heir apparent to the to the Metzen deal. I think that's who replaces Metzen. She, she mentioned, um, I think, in her tweet, she was saying she was going to be there until October. Oh, so I'm not sure it's it's a full you know full time forever contract. Oh, I, I, I missed that I, then because I thought it was a full time deal, like a f- complete. I, think that's what she said but i might be wrong okay well let's assume let's assume either of us are right because i think this works either way the one thing they've been missing since metzen left is is your concept guy and i know he left a lot of really smart people he worked with directly that maybe those are our new concept people but i have felt like there's been a bit of a void there and christy golden is if anyone knows these characters these worlds these ips as well as somebody say metzen where many of them originated it's her so I was really excited to hear that news. We're going to try to get her on the show for a follow-up interview. We haven't had her on for a while. I'd love to hear what's going on. And maybe Patrick's right, and it's more of a temporary thing. But but I've always wondered who's going to sit and who's filling that guy's shoes when it comes to this stuff. And you could argue that the company does, and they've far outgrown the need for for your one sort of profit-like guy who comes up with cool concepts and and, and fleshes out these stories. But I do like the idea that somebody's kind of point on that. And there are other people in the organization that are, I guess, technically point, but I think Christy would be awesome. So I wanted to mention that because, you know, that couldn't have an impact on what we do with story and Diablo. And maybe 
you know, one of the complaints about Diablo 3 was the story was a little tropey and not, you know, not the most unique of tales. It was very much standard boilerplate stuff, and maybe she could bring some fresh life into it. I don't know. But um, anyway, I wanted to mention her. We're excited about whatever the crap that that is for her. Uh, here's a question I wanted to ask you guys. If Diablo 2 Remastered Edition comes out, like the StarCraft thing they're doing, any interest in that at all? Is that a thing you'd play again? Or would you be worried that you'd get in there and go, oh, shit, I forgot all the things <laughs> I didn't like about Diablo 2, and I just forgot because nostalgia blinded me. It's going to be molten core all over again. What do you think? I didn't play Diablo 1 or 2 uh, significantly back in the day, and I did install Diablo 2 a few years ago. I launched it. I played for about 10 minutes, and then I stopped playing and have felt no desire to launch it again since. Wow. That game might have some kind of nostalgia. I mean, I know it does. has nostalgia attached to it, but it is not a, you know. But you don't feel it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I think it's yeah, by yeah. modern standards. Yeah. It is not, you know, it's not one of those games like, I don't know, Mario or Zelda that holds up. Uh, it looks really bad like if you look at mario or zelda on the super NES, they look okay they can they have their style and diablo feels weird and janky in many ways and i don't think it holds up maybe with the remaster but i doubt it mm. and it's also super hard people don't realize how hard diablo is yeah or diablo 2 yeah diablo's a it's a can be a real butthole that game no question about that it. That was one of the selling points of that game. Yeah, that it was hard. Be it's honest, true. Yeah. What'd you but, think? But uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's had its time. Mm. Diablo three is having its time. Diablo four will have its time. Mm. You Every, don't have to go back. Everything in its own it's time. It's nice that they're putting them on the on the Blizzard app though. Like, like I know a lot of people still talk about Brood Wars as like the greatest competitive game of all time. Yeah. So it's nice for people to be able to go back. Yeah. But. You have to have been there in the first place. And like Patrick, I didn't really play it. I, I played it briefly um, when I started getting into like Blizzard games because I was like, oh, look at what's this one, you know. But I never was hardcore into it. So, Well, I'm excited about the StarCraft one, but not the Diablo one, which is funny because I actually have more nostalgia for Diablo 2 than I do StarCraft uh, Brood War. But Brood War is a game that in a, in a in an enhanced sort of redone remastered format that I could play with some friends like now and have a great time. Like that sounds like a blast. Diablo 2 is more like, well, I suppose I could go adventuring with some friends, but really I'd want to do the single player and then I'd be reminded that the inventory system kind of sucked. Um I would have I'd be irritated about scrolls of identification again and scrolls of portal and all that <laughs> sure. shit. I mean, that stuff's got, it's had its place and had its time, like Dill said, and I don't want to disparage it because it was great at the time, but I, I think those systems are, are rightfully... But also, it's a game that you... It's funny, I think most people... You have to people, spend time on, yeah, right? Yeah. You, oh, yeah. you can't just log in and play a game like Brood Wars. Right. Like, I can't just, like, log in and be like, okay, I'm going to play against you, Scott. Right. I'm going to play against you, Patrick. Yeah. All right, we're done. Yeah. It's exactly, exactly right. I totally I got to level up yeah. and then find items and, like, <laughs> no. It's, well, that's the same in Diablo 3, though. It is. Well, no, but I mean, but it's that that type, like, I'm, I'm talking about StarCraft in comparison. Like, StarCraft mm. is a game I can log in and play once, yeah, right? Yeah. I can log in, I can play one game of League of Legends, and I can be like, cool, I, I know what League of Legends is now. Right. And I don't have to, like, go <laughs> play it again, right? Like, <laughs> these are these are games where you can log in and have that experience all in one, where Diablo, you can't. You, yeah. You, 
you need to level up and you need to do all the stuff. No so. offense, uh, League of Legends people, but that's what I did too. I played you once and didn't <laughs> like it, and I went on and didn't play it again. So, but, I understand what you are now. Yeah, I know what you are, and I, I get, will see I, you never again. I get, <laughs> <laughs> I get where you're coming from, buddy. But uh, anyway, enjoy yourselves and your weird game. Uh, no, it's fine. Anyway, my, the point is that um, what is the point? Oh, if they remastered it, is it would it be worth twenty nine bucks? Probably not for Diablo for me. Well, so I think I I wouldn't play it, but I'm wondering if I wouldn't buy it just to have it. And it's going to make a very crowded sidebar on the Blizzard app, which, by the way, maybe they're going to have different sections and maybe Destiny is going to be in the other section or whatever. Maybe not. They need to put it front and center. But um, I think I might buy it just because I'm a, a ridiculous Blizzard fan and I need to have all the games that are it's a collection thing you know mm-hmm. you have to have all of them on your launcher yeah but um, you might say that it's your destiny to buy everything that's on the launcher that's my, that's what you might it's say. my destiny too <laughs> <laughs> it's all our destinies uh anyway that's uh just kind of a look at the history of diablo obviously there's a lot more to be said about what we hope the future is it's difficult to say except that it's Still, probably, if I'm if I'm to say my favorite video game list of all time, Diablo as a series has always occupied something in the top five, always, and it continues to do that. I love, love, love Diablo. I think three has been amazing. It's been an incredible five years. I keep going back to it. It's always there for me, and I'm really excited about the Necromancer. I played some of the beta to the point I feel a little bit bad about this. I played the beta and had one of those moments of. Ooh, I like this so much. I think I'm going to stop playing the beta because I don't want to. I don't want to overplay it now. I want it to come out and then really go for it. And yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, that, so that was kind of how I felt about it when it was at uh, BlizzCon and stuff. Yeah, it was just kind of like, yeah, I don't really want to experience. And I think it again, it, it comes back to what the style of game Diablo is. Yeah. Uh, you know, I definitely wanted to play Heroes and new Heroes and new whatever in Overwatch and all this kind of stuff. I I always want to do that, but with with Diablo, I want to get in and I want to feel like I'm getting somewhere. That's part of the appeal, right? Mm-hmm. Is getting in there and being like, I've earned this piece of gear. Mm-hmm. I now have it, mm-hmm. and I don't want to like do it again. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and and like you said, like for me, Diablo is the game where I'm like, kind of sitting there wondering what I'm going to play. Turn on my computer, sit down. And every now and then it just kind of catches my eye. Yep. And then I find myself like seven hours later <laughs> wondering what the hell just happened. <laughs> like, you just get in there and you start to go, oh, man, I remember Barbarians. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's try this different build. Let's see if I can earn this new set. And next thing you know, you're, you know, you've been playing riffs for the last seven hours. Yeah. So it's that game will always be that. for me. Sure. It's had it's had a hold on me since 1996 or whatever it was, seven when the first one came out and I remember seeing it on someone's computer at my office where I worked and I sat down and played it for a minute and I killed another player who was on the, on the, Oh yeah. I had a a horrible (laughs) nine to five and I killed a guy on our LAN and I stole his ear and they don't do that mechanic. There's no, there's none of that in this thing now, but you basically can do, you could take each other's ears if you killed them. It's like a PVP kind of element. And I remember having an I ear. I remember that. I yeah. had a few years in my day. And I had an ear, Diablo 1 ear in my inventory for the longest time and thought that was the coolest thing. In video games, this was not something you could do. This was revolutionary. To take Gerf's something from another ear. player. Like, yeah, Gurf's perfect perfect <laughs> ear. And it was awesome. 
and I and it never left me. And the game has always gotten better. And I hate how long it takes between them. So I'm just really hopeful that in today's mad dash video game industry, that they're well on their way to something, and that BlizzCon this year, perhaps, they can talk about it. Uh, what the future of Diablo about is? Years? I don't know. I want it like tomorrow, but I don't want to wait ten years for Diablo Four. Do you? I don't. I want- I'm telling you, it's going to be in the next couple of years. It's going to be announced. Okay. Announced or out? So, When's it out? No, announced. Okay. Announced, I think, I you know, it's not going to come out. Uh, it's going to take at least a year between the announcement and the release because amongst other reasons, um, there is a, a fear <laughs> of what happened with Diablo 3, which is there wasn't a long enough or deep enough beta period. And that's why a lot of people didn't... Uh, realize that there was going to be an issue Mm. so i think they're going to make sure that doesn't happen again and there's going to be at least a six months beta for the next diablo i just don't want to be a grandpa by then is all i'm saying i don't want to be that guy i think you might be (laughs) no don't say those words out loud i don't like oh your daughter's married she's gonna have kids at some point at some point but you know they're maybe busy and i'm too young i don't want to be grandpa yet that's weird oh you shouldn't have you shouldn't (laughs) has had you know unprotected sex so young that's all i'm saying wow this turned into a psa uh the more you know scott listen if you don't want to be a grandpa by the time diablo 4 comes out yeah uh, it's simple use protection use protection mm-hmm. always use a condom that's yeah. that's the lesson here that's amazing uh all right well we appreciate everybody hanging around for this deep dive into diablo uh not sure what next week it's going to be but uh so this as a follow-up to what i put up as a little psa last week i think one of our goals is uh, in the show moving forward and we've all sort of talked about this is very single topic focused even though today we meandered a bit because of this weird late breaking news but uh about destiny but in future it'll be like oh okay this is going on and wow we are going to dedicate the entire episode to this wow conversation and oh this thing in overwatch happened we are going to dedicate this whole thing to that in fact i'm guessing next week that overwatch um anniversary may end the anniversary up, yeah. yeah may end up being a show on its own so that's the goal moving forward we'll always warn you guys top of the show what we're talking about because i know some people are like well if you're not talking about patch notes from uh, who changed what with druids i don't want to listen i get it i totally get it and we'll let, we'll make sure you know ahead of time so if you want to hang around for that stuff or not you can make that decision before we go uh we'd like to throw it around the table and see what people have going on patrick always busy always oh are we doing what are we doing for um e3 this year are we doing our thing again or what are we doing yeah i mean if you're up for it oh i'm totally up for it. you kidding i I was waiting for the for the invite i was waiting by the phone (laughs) waiting for the phone to ring and i was you know chewing my fingernails and i was like is he gonna call is he gonna yes no of course we're doing it uh we're we're hopefully going to be live streaming most of the of the E3 conferences, and that's going to be fun. The first one I'm going to be on the plane though, but they put it on a Saturday. Oh. What the hell is wrong with those? I know people? they keep doing it earlier and earlier. It's really annoying. But yeah. they. Uh, but yeah, we'll yeah. do most. We'll, of it. we'll do most of it, and it's awesome because by the time we get done with like two days of that, Patrick is a grumpy, sweary sack of shit by the end of that. It's awesome. <laughs> it's really great. It's hey, a, it's great. I don't want to. You're the one, you know, over the years, I have seen Scott grow from a wonderful, polite human being (laughs) into a sweary grandpa that is pissed off Diablo 4 isn't coming out before his uh, grandson or daughter. Yeah, or daughter. Well, listen, uh, all I know is 
You're not wrong. That's actually probably like true. a true grandpa. I am a little more cranky these days. You know, I have, <laughs> I, I, I have long, but yeah, I have we, less. We'll do that. I have less F's to give is all I'm saying. Uh, okay. Patrick, wh- uh, where can people find you? Not Patrick on Twitter and Facebook. Go check out Frenchspin.com for the shows I do in English or Frenchspin.fr for the shows I do in French. Mm, French spit. That sounds great. Uh, All right. Yeah. Frenchspin. Some things happen. (laughs) Yeah, they do happen. You can't help it. You can't avoid it. Uh, Dills, uh, tell the fine folks where to be directed for you, sir. Uh, basically just come check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Willie Dills. There is no longer the awkward SF at the end of that. So you can just, uh, find me very easily. Uh, a lot of Hearthstone. There will be some, some PUBG going on, I think too. I'm, uh, hearing rumors that people really like watching that game. So mm. I finally bit the bullet and downloaded that. So, uh, player unknown battlegrounds. Yeah. It's oh, like right, H1Z1, right. but like apparently the guy who player unknown, who's like the founder of that or the father of that genre yeah like put all his input into this one so i've heard really good things it's amazing if you haven't played it it's one of the most intense games i own i i I freaked like i played a lot of the h1z1 stuff yeah and that was fun yeah it looks boring it looks like you're spending half an hour crawling around looking for one bullet it is hiding a lot you're not wrong but there's something in there it's very hard to explain that thing is a runaway like monster success oh no it's insane like uh, it's unseated Hearthstone is like the number three game on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, after yeah. you know Hearthstone was just forever like the dominant. Like okay, it goes League of Legends, Dota, Hearthstone. Let me now, know when you. Sudden, let me know when you play. We'll get a squad or Dude, something. Dude, yeah, that's the thing. I think you need to play with people. Yeah. So singles okay, but you game. feel it's terrifying alone. I want to. I want some yeah. friends to watch my back and friend. I can cover for. So wear a condom, bring a friend. That's yeah. what we've learned today on the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> definitely check that out. Uh, also, uh, there is going to be, uh, oh, I don't think I've talked about this on this show, but for anybody who uh, is a fan of wrestling, I do a show now with Justin Robert Young called 1-900-Wrestling, yep. and we talk about men in underwear fighting yep. each other. Yep, and in onesies, and they don't, and you guys don't, it, unlike most 1-900 services, it's not $3 a minute for the first minute no it's free for the first minute yeah. and free for every minute after that, <laughs> right so. it's a pretty good deal i think <laughs> yeah it's not bad <laughs> it's a good show about wrestling if you're into that so guys yes, uh, do check, check it out that if you out. like if, if you like the wrestling yeah check it out. well you know who doesn't like a little wrestling in their life is the way i look at it always bring a condom though a that's the important fight thing. here and there <laughs> yeah bring a condom uh that's gonna do it for us everybody sorry about no turpster today i know he had a really busy day today so he may have gotten tall tied up uh but thanks for joining us thank you everybody in the chat room everybody at home for listening, we are at theinstance.net, at Instance Show on Twitter. I'm at Scott Johnson, Willie Dills, the underscore T, and not Patrick. Uh, you can also find more shows like this at, uh, where are we at? Frogpants.com, that's where we're at. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Patrick, for Dills. We'll see you next time. Healthcare law change is a prescription for popular dissent. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. 
One of the side effects of the shield that protected Suramar City for 10,000 years has been the dependence of its people on regular infusions of mana in order to avoid becoming the zombie-like withered. For millennia, the social contract in the city has been that the government would provide all citizens with this magical essence. But in a stunning move today, the Council of Representatives passed the Arkwine Hoarding and Collection Act, which reclassifies mana dependency as a pre-existing condition and allows wine producers to charge as much as the market will bear. Unsurprisingly, prices tripled almost immediately. When the impact of this act on all but the rich and noble of Suramar was pointed out to councillors, most were for some reason unconcerned. A few mumbled, soul engine, and one claimed the poor could eat Triliax's cake to stave off withering. First, Arcanist Dalrissa reports a huge upsurge in recruits to her resistance movement, while in the midnight court, a lavish party is underway celebrating the act's passage. One drunken baron summed up the mood there when he was heard to exclaim, I've got wine, screw you. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes, get more at FrogPants.com.